loyalty is bullshit. Okay. There, there, there is no loyalty in sales in terms of I'm not going to make my family starve because I'm loyal to you. Understand that right away. Great experiences build great leaders. Great leaders build great teams. This is building great sales teams. All right, guys, welcome back to Building Great Sales Teams. Today, I got a quick and tactical one for you. If you're in sales, if you're in sales management, if you own a sales org, if you own a company that has a sales team, you have ran across this before where your salesperson comes to you, whether it be, how do I say this? Whether it be on purpose or passively and said basically that there's another company offering them a sales position and their commission is higher. Their product is a higher commission or their comp plan is higher. If you're in, if you're a sales org, you're used to this. So my podcast today is how to defend against higher commission recruiting. Typically, most other business owners and sales organizations are very one dimensional. The only way they know how to recruit is money right? We know that people get into into this business for two reasons. The first is compensation. The second is opportunity. The second is the most important. But they forget that somewhere along the way and they come to you and say, hey, this other company's paying higher. And, you know, it's not always direct. Sometimes it's with like, hey, you know, they're, they're, they're a manager in the company, right? And they're like, hey, this company's paying higher. Some of my guys have heard about them and they're talking about you know, whether or not they should go to, you know, so you're, you're in the situation, you need to know how to defend against higher commission recruiting. All right. So I want you guys to treat this like a sale. And in any sale, we have a simple structure, which is intro, qualify, present, close. Okay. And in this situation, you don't need the intro. The intro is already done. They're coming to you. They're talking about this at the company that's recruiting them. So the first thing you need to do is qualify. Now, I know what your instinct is. Your instinct is going to be like, well, fuck it. If they want to go work for another company, let them. And trust me, that's my instinct too. But we need to give them the old one too. We need to give them the effort, the old college try. So we're going to walk through that right now, right? And, and I will be the first to tell you that I, I have let people go that I should not have let go. And that's why I'm doing this podcast is because I want you guys to have a tactical way to defend against this. And the, the way that you do that is you're going to qualify that sales rep or that sales manager first. And the way that you qualify them is simple. It's a three-step process, compensation, opportunities, core values. Okay. Compensation, opportunities, core values. All right. So the first thing we're going to do, we're going to qualify the easiest one, which is compensation. Okay. Okay. You're bringing this uh, threat of higher commission to me. You may be considering leaving the company. Your salespeople may be considering leaving the company, whatever the case is. Let me ask you, what is your ideal compensation? Is it what you're making right now? Plus 10%, plus 20%. What does it look like in a year? What does it look like in two years? You may know this already because they already work with your company. And if you have a good touch base process in place and you have a good management process in place, you have all of this on the sales rep or the sales manager already. 
But if you don't, you need to go ahead and figure it out. Okay. Realistically, where do you want to be in one year? Where do you want to be in six months? Whatever the case is, get understand that completely. And as we present or we basically present to them why we're a better company or whatever the case is, however you want to framework that, you're going to bring in their compensation motives. Okay. Now, here's where the meaty stuff comes in, the opportunity and the core values. So you're qualifying for compensation, opportunities, and core values. We're going to move into opportunity here. Remember, we're only qualifying. Just like a customer, as soon as they tell you the answer you're asking for, it's not, oh, well, we're better because. No, it's get all the qualification out of the way. All right, so we got the compensation. Let's just say they want to make 100 grand in the next six months, okay? And they're currently trending towards 60 or 70. Okay, perfect. All right, opportunity. Okay, let me ask you, what is the opportunity of this new, or, you know, the, the, the first question about the new organization would be, can you make that compensation at this new organization? Obviously, it's yes, because they have a higher comp plan, whatever the case is. But you want to hear about not just the basic comp plan, you want to hear about any bonuses, any uh, management bonuses, anything like that, any, anything that you can calculate it into there, okay? So now, now going into opportunity. So what is the opportunity that you have over there? What does their opportunity structure look like? You, you know what ours looks like. What does theirs look like? And so you walk through that opportunity structure for you and, you, and you're listening for ceilings within the opportunity structure. If they even know what it is, chances are they don't even know what the opportunity structure is. And you, and you need to make a mental note if they don't know what the opportunity structure is, that is going to be a bullet you're going to use in your presentation to this person to just destroy this other company. And that bullet in the presentation is, why would they only tell you about the compensation? That's a red flag for me. In your shoes, that's a red flag for me because that means they don't have a good opportunity structure. They don't have a good development program. I'm getting ahead of myself. All right. So you're going to find out what the opportunity piece is because you're going to want to be able to poke holes in that. You don't want to be able to poke holes in the compensation. All right. Let's get to the last piece, which I guarantee they don't know, which is the core value. What are the core values to that company? You're telling me this other company's recruiting you. They're bringing you higher comp. Did they talk about opportunities? Did they talk about core values? Those are the first holes that we're going to blow wide open in this higher commission conversation. Now, understand, again, going back to the whole loyalty thing, loyalty is bullshit, okay? There, there, there is no loyalty in sales in terms of, I'm not going to make my family starve because I'm loyal to you. Understand that right away, all right? If there's a better situation for me and my family, I am going to take that situation, and so are you. Now, don't get me wrong. Over the years, I have 100% put my family in tough situations to keep the company going, to make payroll, take money out of my pocket and put it into the company's pocket. 100% I have done that. But I don't expect my salespeople to do that. And, and if my salespeople have a better opportunity, genuinely have a better opportunity, then I want them to take it. Now, that's what we're going to find out, though using this process. Okay, so going back to compensation, opportunities, core values, they probably don't know the core values of the company. So you ask these three questions, probably takes about five minutes because the only thing they're really going to know about is compensation. And now we're going into our sales program. Okay, the presentation is going to be Kodak. Who would have thought it, right? So what do you know about Kodak? If you've been listening to this show for more than two episodes, 
you know that Kodak is compensation, opportunity, development, operations, and culture. And that is your structure for your presentation. Okay. Now, remember, if we're treating this just like a sale, then we need to qualify the customer and we need to present to them. And we do those in order. We don't jump from the qualification to the presentation back to the qualification. Because all that does is make the customer go like this. When they're answering questions, their emotions are like this. When you're presenting to them, their emotions are on their way up. Answering questions, I'm going down. Presenting emotions on the way up, right? That doesn't make any sense. So when we when we qualify, we're keeping them steady here. You know, they're, they're a detective type customer. They're answering questions, right? And then when we present, we're bringing them up here. So now it's time to present. The first thing we're going to present is the compensation. All right, how does it truly stack up? Did, did you hear any holes in the opposition's compensation where there are like no, no bonuses maybe? Maybe the compensation was based on install and there's nothing up front. You know, you know what I'm saying? Depending on your industry, this is going to matter. It's not always apples to apples, right? So if they have a lower quality product, or maybe they're able to compensate so high because they're screwing over the customer. That is the case probably seven or eight times out of 10. If another company's compensation is higher, and you know you set yours fairly, right? Another company's compensation is higher. At some point along the way, they're screwing over the customer. You know, so now we got to find out where that is. And honestly, that's a qualification question in the compensation. So you ask them, how are they able to compensate that? Okay. Are they pricing the customer properly is what you ask them during the compensa compensation part of the qualifier, right? So going back into the presentation, that's one of the holes I'm going to poke in it. Because right now, let's just say solar, for instance, if a sales rep comes to me and says, hey, this company pays higher. Okay. What are they pricing the solar at? Uh, 30 cents higher. What are they paying higher? Uh, about 30 cents higher than us. Well, there you go. <laughs> They're basically taking 30 cents a watt out of the customer's pocket and putting it in yours, which if you're okay with that, take a walk. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to screw over my customer because I want my sales reps to make more. And I want to be able to say I have the highest commission in the industry. That is such a waste of fucking time and screwing over customers, right? So there's the compensation piece. There's a way that you can poke a hole in it, right? All right, let's go into opportunity. I mean, the first piece is, did they even, you know, asking that question in the qualified, did, did they even tell you about the opportunity? Maybe they did. Maybe they have a, a, a basic opportunity structure, right? So you want to walk them through, hey, our opportunity versus theirs. And in anything you do in sales, you're comparing apples to apples, right? You want to always make sure that the apples line up. You don't want to compare apples to oranges. And so they need to understand, okay, what is your opportunity here? And how does it help you reach your six figure goals in six months because that was your goal right and the opportunity here is that you're not only going to be selling and earning commission you're going to get an override and training pay for training people you know so that's just an example i don't know what your opportunity how your opportunity structure is set up but it needs to be as such that their opportunity is not just on their own sales it's on management overrides uh training pay referral uh, new hire referral fees. You know, there's there's got to be opportunity in a multitude of ways. You want to diversify the income? It's all within the sales program. All right, the next piece is operations. Okay, so many times I have competed with other sales organizations that all the sales org was, was the owner and maybe one admin. 
Whereas we had a hundred plus reps. We were the, the owner, two regionals or a VP, three regionals, 13 different managers. You know what I'm saying? We were this stout organization. Even now, even now we are overstaffed for the amount of salespeople that we have. And the reason for that is we want our operations running smooth. And so that's a huge part of it. Okay. So let's break operations into three things that you're going to talk about when you're competing against this higher commission. And the three things are recruiting, fulfillment, and support staff. Okay. Can they recruit like you? Do they have the budget? Do they put an emphasis on recruiting? Because we can earn high commissions all day, but every day it starts over versus when we recruit well and we train well. Okay. Now we're earning passive income versus active income. So when we're talking about recruiting, the main bullet point is active income versus passive income. Yes, you're going to get a higher commission with this other company, but will you get any passive income because they're recruiting people constantly, have new people coming in that you can train and you can put on your team. All right, the next piece is fulfillment. This is a huge piece. This is a huge sticking point for me. I, Whenever I have fulfillment, I want a client that is doing that fulfillment or an installer that is doing that fulfillment to be the best, okay? I want to find the best install group in the area and they're going to do my fulfillment. And I'm going to maybe pay more for that fulfillment. Maybe that's why my commission is lower because the customer experience is more important to me than the salesperson's commission. You heard it here first, folks. The customer experience is more important to me than the salesperson's commission. The customer experience should be more important to the salesperson than their own commission. Obviously, we're not going to let the family starve. You know what I'm saying? But if we're saying that we're willing to take a higher commission and we're reducing the customer's experience, then we're, we're not being ethical at all. We need to place more emphasis on the customer experience. And here's why. Referrals is a huge one. Reputation is another one. A lot of people are screwed, right? When they knock on the door, they make the phone call, or they meet someone in person because their company's reputation proceeds them. So you want a company reputation proceeding you that puts the customer experience first because we are nothing without our customers. Everything happens after that. Okay, so... That's a fulfillment piece. Do they have a good fulfillment process? Are, do they place an emphasis on fulfillment? And then the last piece is support staff. Do you get to do nothing but sell every day? Because you can earn 20% higher more in commissions, but if you got to deal with customer management, if you got to deal with the follow-up process, if you got to deal with fires inside the business because you don't have a good fulfillment process, then how much time are you spending selling, selling and honing in on your craft? And how much time are you spending dealing with bad operational issues that you have to now say face for with the customer. That's a big one. So that's operations, right? The last and final and most important piece is culture. You ask the question when you qualify, what are the company's core values? Chances are they don't even know them. All they heard was higher commission. They came running to you because they thought you were going to raise their commission. But we don't do that here. We don't react to another company's higher commission. We have our plan and we execute our plan to a fault because we have core values. And that first core value is freedom. That first core value is freedom. When we can't achieve freedom, if we're paying the as high as commission as possible, because now we're not free. We're a slave to that commission. We're a slave to the sales rep that wants the highest commission. 
No, thank you. That's not achieving freedom for us. And that's not achieving freedom for yourself because now you're a slave to the sale instead of developing yourself and achieving freedom by leading others. And a good sales program is set up for that. A great sales program is set up for that. So that, that's the first piece. And then when you go down your core values, you're going to highlight them just like I am now. Integrity is another huge piece. Chances are the highest paying commission company is the one with the least integrity. They have to pay those higher commissions to make up for all the times they screw over customers and they screw over salespeople. So they better have the higher commission in the industry. And then after that, it's no excuses. Anytime that we have fulfillment issues, development issues, operational issues, opportunity, whatever the case is, if we have an issue, we own that shit. Hey, you know what? I've been in solar for about 14 months now and I have gone through crappy uh, install medium to crappy installer and so on and so forth. And I have had to own it each step of the way. And I did my best to pay my people out for the time that they worked, even if the install didn't go through because of a crappy install. But we don't make excuses. We own those mistakes. And we, we did throughout all those processes, we own that. So core values are incredibly important when it comes to culture. And so what you're doing is you're outlining everything that your company does in terms of core values in order to help that person understand, are you walking into a, a bad culture, essentially, for lack of a better vocabulary, <laughs> a destructive culture, a cancer culture, where it's all about sales and high commissions and not about the customer and not about the people around you and helping them achieve freedom. So you walk through your core values and, and you remind them of those. And look, it's okay to go through this process. Every now and then we lose our North Star. Every now and then we make bad decisions. So why would your sales manager or your sales team not do the same thing? Every now and then they lose sight of what's important. I can't tell you how many times I've had salespeople come to me and say, hey, so-and-so has been trying to recruit so-and-so for months now. And then I go to so-and-so and so-and-so -so says, I didn't even bring it to you because I knew I didn't want to work for them because they didn't have the integrity that you have or they didn't have the culture that we have, or they didn't have the opportunity structure that we have. I know exactly what I need to do to get where I need to go here. And so as you go through the sales program foundation, after you've qualified them, and after you go through all that, you just kind of hammer the last few points. You let them know, hey, our compensation plan is set up for you to make six figures in six months. Are you, are you currently doing the measurable actions required for you to make that? And a lot of times that's during the qualifying the compensation piece. Like, oh, I'm not making, I'm not trending towards six figures. Well, let's go back to the qualification piece because I forgot this earlier. If they're not, if they're not where they want to be right now, can you, do you have the measurable actions? Do you have the measured actions in order to show them this is why you're not where you're at? All you're doing is you're looking for a way to make more money with less action. And I completely understand that. That's the smart way to do it, right? But at the cost of your opportunity, at the cost of your core values, I don't think so. So this is how we defend against higher commission recruiting. But there's an important key factor here. You have to have that sales program in place that covers CODOT, that covers the compensation, the opportunity, the development, the operations, and cultures. You have to have to have a well-balanced sales program in place. Anytime somebody comes to you and says, hey, this company's got something better, 
it's not about that one thing in comparing apples to apples. Yes, you're going to do that. And hopefully you come out on top when you do that. But what about the entire sales program? And now you have a tactical structure in order to argue against that. And I would caution you to only argue it once. Because if they don't get it the first time and they don't align with your company, then they don't belong there anyways, right? But at least you've, you've issued a filter in order to find that out. And as long as they're not giving you lip service, then you'll retain them even longer after that. Because again, you're preaching it every day if you have a good sales program. You're pe preaching the Kodak of your sales program every day. But if they lose sight, then you brought them back in and you didn't just dismiss them. You know what I'm saying? Which I have made that mistake in the past. I don't want you guys to make that either. So save this one. And anytime you hear that higher commission type recruiting, this is how you're going to defend against it. As always, you guys know, we don't run any ads. We don't charge anything. The only thing we ask is that you share and review the show because that gets us in front of more people just like you that need to hear this information. I appreciate you guys. Y'all have a wonderful week. Let's get building. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Building Great Sales Teams. Be sure to execute on what you just heard and let's get building. As always, remember to subscribe and leave a review wherever you consume podcasts. You can also head on over to buildinggreatsalesteams.com and sign up for our newsletter to stay up to date with everything that's going on with the podcast. See you next time.